cover to cover with Jennifer Stone. Happy ending, nice and tidy. It's a rule I learned in school. Get your money every Friday. Happy endings are the rule. So divide up those in darkness from the ones who walk in light. Light them up, boys. There's your picture. Drop the shadow. This is Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw. Today is September 2. Well, I guess that means it's fall. Anyway, September the 2nd, 2014. Right, I love that theme song that I use. I, I listened to it again today just for a change, and it occurred to me that... These days, no happy endings, no money every Friday. I just love uh, Bertolt Brecht and Kurt Weill, that uh, three-penny opera. You know, it was all about the Weimar Republic in Germany between the two world wars. You know, I have a feeling, yes, well, a whiff, I feel a whiff of Weimar everywhere I go these days. All these control freaks, you know. Uh, 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 fascist psychology. Anyway, I just, I'm just weighed down with all these eulogies, uh, actually obituaries everywhere I look, you know? Uh, that's the trouble with having seven billion souls on a single planet. I just say to myself, well, more eat than starve. You know, pull yourself together. <laughs> anyway, uh, the turnover on our planet is acute. Uh, last time, or time before last, I think, I tried to talk about Robin Williams. He seemed to me to be emblematic of the, oh gosh, I guess not despair, but the weariness of our time, you know, when he left us, it seemed to me, <laughs> may have been wise, but never mind, alas, poor Yorick. Uh, I wanted to talk about the tragedy of comedy, human comedy, uh, and I, I sat down and watched Robin Williams in the movie Kaja Fall, you know, terrific portrait of a wise guy, uh, a man trying to help his son, a gay man trying to help his straight son. Anyway, that was cool. That was cool. I think that's the movie to show youngsters if you want to explain what Robin Williams was all about. Uh, I remember the immortal Mark Twain writing, quote, In order for humor to last forever... <laughs> A work of humor, he said. Uh, and by forever, I mean 30 years. The humor 
must be based on sorrow. Woody Allen tries, but he doesn't always make it anyway. Uh, uh, I think those of us who watched Robin Williams in performance understood that he was always in performance anyway if there was more than one other person there. Uh, I remember watching him reach out to the audience, reach inside himself and kind of go nuts, you know. Uh, we used to call that hysteria. Uh, I thought about um, an image of a man or woman who swims so far out, too far out into the sea. And the people standing on shore, uh, they think that he's waving, just waving to them. He's out there alone, just waving, and some folks watching know that uh, <laughs> he's not waving, but drowning. Robin Williams was 63, not old in our time. Uh, I was thinking about Spalding Gray. Uh, he's a monologuist, not a superstar like Robin Williams, but some, I think, perhaps, some of the same pathology. Uh, uh, another existential poet uh, at the Emmy Awards, Billy Crystal, was talking about Robin Williams, and his line was, Robin Williams, what a concept. Anyway, next on the celebrity list uh, recently was <laughs> Lauren Bacall. Now, that's something completely different. She died at age 89, apparently a thoroughly satisfactory life and death, quiet, yes, natural death, they called it, although no one ever knows about these things. Her story is so antithetical. Uh, it's a girl who made good. She seems to have had not just good luck, but uh, some of God's grace, uh, <laughs> it's nice for a Jewish girl who hit the big time her first time out. Uh, great karma. Fate was so kind. Uh, she was ambitious, of course, but uh, she kind of lucked out. Uh, at 19, she made that legendary screen debut with Humphrey Bogart in To Have and Have Not, an old Hemingway story. Uh Movie made in 1940, I think. Hoagie Carmichael playing the piano. He's what helped her glow. You remember uh, Sam at that piano in Casablanca that time. It was Ingrid Bergman. Also very, very young. Bogart, 45 or so. Of course, he was always 45. Uh, died at 47, throat cancer. Anyway... Back in the day, that's the way it was, uh, age-wise, I mean, kind of like today. Anyway, way, way back in the day, it was Tom Jefferson, 45, Sally Hemings, 15. <laughs> anyway, Lauren Bacall held her own. Uh, she didn't, she didn't get all fussed over her, her, uh, celebrity status. Uh, anyway, she certainly talked a good game. 
She said that uh, her best years were those married to Humphrey Bogart. Uh, that's back in the 1950s. Um, he didn't want her to be in the movies, so she was a widow at the age of 32, and uh, she just jumped right back into the movies again. <laughs> How to Marry a Millionaire. Oh, ooh, that really upset me. Betty Grable and Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> anyway, I liked it best when she went back on stage. That was a class act. She didn't have to prove a thing. Not a thing. Oh, maybe just whistle. <laughs> some Some kind of whistle to remind the world she was still part of the theatrical tribe, still a legend, and that she still had it. Actually, I think she's the sort who may have had more fun in her later career. Uh, you know, she was not a super superstar, just a legend. She made a lot of films in Europe. Later, she hit the Broadway stage. Uh, I think of the sad parallel Ingrid Bergman was cast out cast out of the Hollywood community and actually right out of America uh, because she had had an illegitimate, they called it, baby, a natural child with that Italian director, yes. <laughs> you know, you remember him. Uh, he's the father of the beautiful young... Uh, Young actress. Well, no, no, she's 45 now. She was a model first. Never mind. Uh, I just keep thinking how ironic it is that it takes so long for some of these old, old scandals to mellow enough. You know, people like, like, uh, Charlie Chaplin not able to come back in the country. Paul Robeson not allowed to circulate. Uh, anyway, I think that, uh, Sophistication is, uh, well, it's not exactly, uh, it's not exactly what's happening, but things are more cosmopolitan these days. Let's just say that. Uh, it's a small world. Anyway, uh, Bacall and Bogart had two children. She seemed to feel that, uh, she had what she wanted, and it was enough. She did marry Jason Robards. That was an eight-year marriage. Hard one to figure. Maybe not. Uh, Jason Robards always comes on satirical and sharp, but it doesn't seem to me to be very kind. Anyway, irony isn't enough to make a lover lovable. Uh... McCall had unkind words for Frank Sinatra, rumored to be quite a heel. Surprise, surprise. The Rat Pack, you remember. Now, I had some notion that I could contrast the deaths of all these, uh, several of these celebrities to the horrific worldwide global bloodshed that, what is that, uh, greets us every morning over breakfast. <laughs> no. I find it shameful to see on our mass media hours and hours of uh, screen time given to actors, personalities, uh, 
masks, actually. And then, of course, we just get a glimpse, an overview, a few minutes to the uh, horrific, I can only call them murders, mass murders, uh, suffered by masses of human beings. Uh, this nightmare of E. coli. I just, I just even, what is it? I, I cannot bear to think about it. Uh, interesting that the first to die were the uh, healers, the nurses, healthcare workers. Uh, I think that, what is it? We are told by the philosophers and by the old people, like me, that life is suffering and that uh, we should try to keep looking on the bright side. I don't, I don't think that means we're not allowed to mourn. It is overwhelming to look at it all. Uh, even the suffering of animals is a wipeout. Strange, but of course, for some of us, that's the... That's kind of the worst. It's curious why the death of the little dog, you know, is always the thing that so many elders remember. Uh, I hear on the news recently that between the year 2001 and 2003, about two years, they said, the African elephant, <laughs> the African elephants were decimated. Uh, the number that the best authorities put on the elephants killed by poachers, not, not natural deaths, but by poachers. They put the number at 100,000 in two years. Okay, that comes out to 50,000 a year. You do the math. Uh, I think, well, the, the report said that China was a major culprit, you know, ivory coveted the uh, ivory for centuries, the teeth. Now, imagine, if you will, a world in which 100,000 humans are murdered just to get at their teeth. Our species does seem deadly. A grave danger to us, to the planet. Uh, a threat to all living things. I keep telling myself not to worry. Uh, there will be peace on earth, natural order to things. Whether or not we are around to enjoy it, that's another story. Uh, <laughs> I try to appreciate and commiserate with the folks who are trying to change things. For me, uh, the greatest celebrity ecologist was Jacques Cousteau, and there are many more. Uh, I think that's because the oceans are the closest to my heart. I still get up every morning and uh, curse British petroleum, that devil incarnate. Uh, I know that the wise choice is just to try to hang with the people who attempt to create a compassionate culture who do all the work of change, who believe that cruel tribes, cruel peoples, cruel governments can be educated. Al Gore says so. He even suggested using the Christian Bible to teach conservative values, he said, the ways in which we can conserve our resources. He says religious fundamentals... Uh, <laughs> well, he said... 
the uh, the preachers, they talk about taking care of the earth, caretakers, husbandry, based on the Lord God's instructions to nurture nature, whatever works. Green fundamentalists, it's an idea. The Bible is amazing. You know, you can find an argument for damn near anything, everything. Uh, I got a book recently titled, Find It Fast in the Bible. I love it. Your Complete Topical Reference. It's by Ron Rhodes. That's Ron Rhodes. Find it fast in the Bible. <laughs> I, I marked a lot of passages. Let's see. You can find grasses and other green plants. Genesis 1. Uh, vegetarians and non-vegetarians. Romans 14. Okay. Alcohol. Right. Uh, helps the dying. Bible says alcohol helps the dying. Proverbs 31. Um, alcohol for medicinal purposes. I do wish the Bible had something about pain-killing drugs. <laughs> I myself am caught in this trap recently. Uh, the sadistic medical establishment has decided to take away painkillers from old people such as myself. It's made me quite crazy. Uh, I'll talk about that some other time. Anyway, in Deuteronomy, uh, there's some talk of Agriculture, actually, my favorite Deuteronomy is uh, in 22, chapter 22, about not wearing the clothes of the other sex. Oh, dear, I'm being negative. Anyway, wearing the uh, clothes of the opposite sex can get you executed in Saudi Arabia. Death of a Princess, back in 1980, I remember publishing essays about that poor young woman. Public execution, you know. It wasn't that she was running away with a boy eloping it was that she put on men's clothes to do it anyway I digress as always I digress Lauren Bacall and feminism is not really a subject because there's such a glitch there uh, she was a classic broad the kind of broad that uh, everyone could like you know she had that persona the wisecracks the cool attitude but of course it was backed up by earth-shaking glamour. So many of my little friends found her a role model in the 1940s and 50s. Uh, I guess actors, you know, they need to put themselves forward, help create an image, especially women. Take so much rehearsal to be yourself. Now, we know that actors are actually notoriously shy. And they have to keep their vulnerability in order to express the emotions. But uh, the truth is that most of them just hide. You know, underneath that tinsel, there's more tinsel. Uh, behind the mask, we find these very shy individuals. Uh, I think that in today's celebrity climate, women have stopped going in for that edgy tough gal persona. Uh, it's such a transparent mask. I remember trying to be Eve Arden when I was about <laughs> about 18. Anyway, today's feminists, uh, the activists anyway, they have changed the images. Uh, I remember, yes, Bella Abzug, <laughs> Rosalind Carter, uh, 
was questioned when Bella Abzug was fired from the uh, whatever it was commission on women Jimmy Carter couldn't take it anyway she told women that they didn't have to be unattractive you know in order to be uh, activists all I'm saying is that as a role model Lauren Bacall was a lot of fun but her day is done uh, she was the sort who knew how to charm both sexes. As the uh, tough boy said, you know, she had a sense of humor. Nothing worse than a feminist with no sense of humor. We heard that over and over and over again. Uh, I wince when I see so many women today, uh, not the feminists, uh, going down the old road. It is happening, let's face it. Uh, uh-huh, you can have it both ways, girls, they keep saying. There's a character in a new series called Outlander. She comes to mind. Uh, she uses her feminine wiles to manipulate men uh, right up front, right? Uh, she also uses a lot of herbal remedies. <laughs> but uh, Outlander is a new series on Stars Cable TV. Uh, it's all about a woman army nurse in 1943 who time travels back to 1743. Flashback 200 years. They go to the castle and lands of a Scottish clan. Uh, it's kind of a kind of a silly plot, but the idea is that she went out on Samhain or Halloween night and. Uh, she saw a bunch of women dancing uh, near the standing stones, and she went back later and touched the stones, and wow. <laughs> anyway, she takes her modern attitudes, well, her 1943 modern attitudes, she takes those back to the 18th century, to 1743, and uh, the plot is kind of fun because her medical knowledge is... Uh, so to speak, out of date. <laughs> As an outlander, which means an English person, Scotland, uh, in Scotland they call the English people uh, outlanders, and they don't like them. Uh, we see all the redcoats running around, and this woman from 1943, she sees an ancestor of her uh, 1943 husband back there in 1743 and he is a rapist and a well he's you know he's a he's a lord he's a famous guy but uh, uh, the actor same actor plays the part he just put on heavier eyebrows to be the uh, rough guy in the past anyway Scotland Scotland I think the audience lets the uh well, I sat down and watched it with a friend, uh, some of it yesterday, and she's a nurse, and we talked about the progress that uh, Western society has made in two centuries, but I'm more concerned with the losses, <laughs> yes, the, what is it, the depth that people had once upon a time. I think so. I may imagine it actually. Uh, the years from 1943 to the present have got a lot more um, progress, change, certainly more dramatic, especially for women. But this show is very pretty, uh, Outlander, and it's okay for the kids. 
the gorgeous castle and the woods, the boar hunts and the bagpipes. Uh, historical romance always gets to me. It's、uh, the sort of thing kids can watch. Well, there, as I mentioned before, there is a, a mention of rape or one attempted rape, but certainly not the usual raw blood and guts of so many cable shows these days. I'd watch it just for the the costumes, the women, the dress, the the Wicca wise women. They're not witches, of course, but in that day they walked a thin line.、Uh, there's a scene in which a child is possessed by demons, and of course, the、uh, modern day skills of the、uh, nurse healer. Discover that he's been poisoned, and the local priest is very angry because she's taken over his job. Of course, he's sadistic, and the pecking order is harsh. And、uh, there's a word I liked. Let's see, I made a list of the words they use that I'm not familiar with. One is called tannish, T-A-N-I-S-H, as opposed to clannish. Tannish is a word that they're using.、Uh, To mean something other than clan, it means that there are times when the bloodlines in the clan are not the final word when it comes to inheritance. If enough strong men or influential men favor a change in government, you see, change the lord of the castle,、uh, give somebody else the job. Well, it can happen. It can be a kind of、uh, political shift that can be a vote,、uh, if you know, if it seems right, if it's practical. Even in Scotland, this show, I think, will be a lot of fun for all those who follow the current political brouhaha between Scotland and uh, England. Uh, that old wall, Hadrian's Wall. Built by the Romans,、uh, now that kept the Scottish Highlanders, it kept them out of England, kept them up north.、Uh, I'm sure you all saw Braveheart, the Battle of the Scots and the Irish. Rome obviously never got a hold on the Scottish soul.、Uh, Outlander. Is a series that, as the cliche goes, the whole family can enjoy.、Uh, that means that it's not out and out obscene. It is technically a bodice ripper, but the 18th century was the last time Western society was really capable of optimism. Now that's just my opinion. I've never known what optimism is. As I keep saying, if you are、uh, if you are as old as I am, I'm eighty. If you are that old, you have no choice but to be optimistic. If you've survived this long, you've gotten away with murder. <laughs> never mind. This has been Jennifer Stone. I will be back. On the air again next Tuesday at the same time, three thirty.、Uh, no, it's three o'clock. I'm on at three o'clock. I used to be on at three thirty, and for some reason, I've been stuck there for a couple of years.、Uh, 
I think I need to cue. There it goes. My wonderful, wonderful Three Penny Opera. We all learn in school that you get your money every Friday, and happy endings are the rule. Every Friday, happy endings are the rule. Go as easy as you can. So divide up those in darkness from the ones who walk in light. Light 'em up, boys. There's your picture. The shadows out of sight. The Berkeley Old Time Music Convention is coming to town from Tuesday, September 16th through Sunday, September 21st. Concerts and square dances with award-winning pickers and singers, a string band contest with 20 bands, movie night workshops, and kids' activities at Berkeley locations, including Freight and Salvage, Ashkenaz, the Saturday Farmers Market, Pacific Film Archive, UC Berkeley, and the Berkeley Public Library. Fun for the whole family. Visit berkeleyoldtimemusic.org for all the details. All proceeds benefit the Berkeley Old Time Music Convention. Co-sponsored by KPFA, the Ecology Center, Freight and Salvage, and the California Bluegrass Association, all nonprofits. The Berkeley Old Time Music Convention, September 16th through 21st. And you're listening to KPFA, KPFB, KFCF, and Fresno Work Week Radio. B-